live from Merciless Senior Citizens Park, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. It's a kinder, gentler, more positive podcast than, say, two or three weeks ago. Mm. Seriously, TFC, please stop confusing us. We miss the crazy. I think we do. On this week's show, we look at a tough loss to the Sporks, review a wild weekend in MLS, look ahead to Canada's World Cup qualifying matches against Mexico, and much more. Yes. I approve. Excellent. Indeed. These are all good things. Burritos. <laughs> Spanish over there. Check him out. Oh. He's been practicing. He only follows the rules of Monopoly. Say hello to Tony Walsh. Hat. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Not the little car. No, it's overplayed. Fair enough. The hat brings a certain level of class to the game. Interesting. It says, I'm not going to buy the properties that you expect me to buy. I'm going to wait till I get around to the other side of the board. Because I have this hat. <laughs> it's jaunty. It's a fancy hat. Yeah. It's a pretty fancy mm-hmm. hat. You're right. This hat doesn't buy purple ones. No. Why not? Or brown ones. And I'm not going to waste time with any little green houses. Straight to the red ones. Really? I think I'm getting my Monopoly wrong. No, no, you're you're not. I'm intrigued, though. Which one and, are the and, bad and, ones? And now I wish it's to play Monopoly it's an aggressive you, strategy. I, I know, I'm like confused by said strategy. And if I end up in jail, it covers my genitals. Good point. Excellent. There you go. No soap for you? Too much. <laughs> When asked about laws of the game, he said, which game are you talking about? That imposter Clue or Cluedo? It's Duncan Fletcher. Uh, it was Baldomiro Toledo Ooh. with the vanishing red curd in the Merciless Children's Park, apparently. I don't have any of those. That envelope don't lie, so. Yeah. Like Shakira. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's true. Rules. He doesn't need your stinking rules. It's Mark Hinckley. Yeah, they're overrated. They're just meant to be broken. You didn't get a board game. No, it's no. true. I know. Because he I got need- Monopoly. He got something called Cluedo. Yeah, what the fuck is Cluedo? <laughs> yes. uh, I think it's like Peruvian Clue. Oh, that's the worst. It's in the mountain with the goat. The llama did it in yeah. the yeah Next Machu Picchu. To- yeah. Oh. It's always a match piece. Well, really. Always. Kill somebody somewhere else. It's the only room they have. Those Peruvians are so They really bled their predictable. There's yeah, other places, guys. There's other places. You can just push someone off those mountains. You don't have to carry them all the way to the temples and, and get them there. Just I think push it, them off you know, really steep. Come to think of it, it might have to just do the way the board's laid out. Like, they just got one room. Mm. And <laughs> no, they don't allow true. for and the then, yeah. pushing off the, off the side of the mountain. Mm. It's not as difficult as it sounds, I guess. Anyway. Caballeros Parker. Ooh. Caballeros Parker? Parker Brothers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Manos Parker. I'm sure them too. Mm. I, was like, I was like Parker Horses. Oh, never oh, mind. Like, See? Yeah, you were Parker Cavaliers. Mm. Ah, that's right. You should say Gauchos. That's a cowboy. Mm. Gaucho Brothers? Mm. Oh, ah. yes. See? See, see? Gaucho marks. This is a strong start. <laughs> this is really, really, really strong start. After last week, we got to come down. It's okay. I suppose. I am regretting 
board games because I didn't give myself a board game either. Now I feel like I should, but then I want to leave Mark alone. And with oh. tiddly winks, here's Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, and with some nice pie from Trulia Pursuit, because those rules I like, except for when it's the '80s version and everything is Dukakis. What? Every answer in the '80s version, I swear, is Dukakis. <laughs> we have we have ratings to try it. Seriously, like, family, we're trying not Since to go when? Past you drop pie and Dukakis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to the sweet show. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Well, I'm born. Born. Can I kick it? To my tribe that flows in layers. Right now, Fife is a point sayer. At times, I'm a studio conveyor. Mr. Dinkins, would you please be my mayor? You'll be doing us a really big favor. Boy, this track really has a lot of flavor. When it comes to Rhythm's Quest, is your savior. Follow us for the funky behavior. Make a note on the rhythm we gave you. Feel free, drop your pants, check your All right, well, first up on the show is our look back at the Sporting KC match. Difficult game, you know, solid play by TFC. You know, managed to keep the game close and stifle Kansas for much of the match. Um, but they couldn't come back from the goal, controversial or not. And although they were fairly defensively minded, seemed to have some decent, you know, communication, still a lot of issues in that attacking third. Um, But no one seems to know what to do up there other than just like throw balls. Give the ball to Will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we know. And that's not going to work. The two younger players that are with Seba right now, the the three of them don't seem to be meshing as well as I sort of thought that they might. Um, And I guess, you know, they're on the road, so... You play a bit differently, but when it really stops, when you get up to the top of the top of the roster for on the field, it's kind of frustrating to be like, okay, good things are happening, good things are happening. Oh, and nothing's happening. I would rather that than ooh, good pretty things are happening, good pretty things are happening. Oh Jesus fucking Christ, they did that again. I didn't say pretty, which is what we happened uh, last year. I didn't say it had to be pretty things. Well, fair enough, but yeah. Well, maybe you should have. It should be, oh, you know, this is fancy, you know, attacking football. This is all very nice and oh, isn't it attractive? And look at us, we're creating chances. Oh, shit, we gave up a goal, didn't we? In oh, a really, I just really, want there really to predictable be. Way. If they're going to try to create chances, that they actually create chances instead like, of looking lost. I don't think lost. they particularly are right now. They're just mainly concentrating on not giving up chances all right. and then just hoping for the best. I am fine with that strategy that, uh, in the midst of an eight-game. Absolutely, I I like I like the boredom. I just I wanted to be competent boredom. Fair How's enough, that? but. Do you have the confidence that that can switch on suddenly when they uh, are home, home team? The, because I don't see, I well, don't really see any evidence of it. All of a sudden, switch to being the flat track bully that puts five past Orlando or whatever. Um, That's not necessary, hopefully. but um, anything. Can be found I, I don't really see any element of uh, offensive strategy going forward. Well, I, I I imagine there would be an attempt to Do you, introduce sir? it. Do you? I imagine there would be an attempt. Whether they'll be successful. What are you basing this imaginary attempt on? Uh, Just basic logic. Oh, did you just use the word logic around TFC? Greg Vanny said. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Duncan just uttered the words, Greg Vanny said. Specifically said that, you know, they're they're looking to, they will eventually be, you know. Well, Greg Vanny said it. I'm in the wrong. Absolutely. Mark, I'm scared. Uh, the hell's wrong with you two? I'm, Mark? I don't know. I don't They're know. They're clearly They're, not going to just try to do this as their one thing. 
Mm. No one team can do anything with just one thing, but this is very nice. You know, what about you think, following? If you can take these eight games to practice this one thing, get this one thing down really nice, mm. and then you know, always have it there as an option for them. Then do you think great. they they and should then, when go and then home, they can be a little more? So know, they they come home, they magically turn the switch on and. To find the, very, the players where, the where they have the outlets to make. There will be Altidore up front most of the time, and then some Javinko on the right. That will increase the quality of the forward three. And then as soon as they go back on the road, back to this? Not necessarily. Depends on the opponent and the situation and all that sort of thing. But this is a very nice tactic to have available. Can I rest part of this discussion, Matt? Please then. and thank you. Good luck. <laughs> you started it. I know, but dear gods. So part of what I said was that it was I was having issues with the younger players meshing with Seba. Sure. I did, and you have to know what I'm about to say. Just, I yeah. thought that. Do you? He does. Do you? I think she's going to say, oh, I like that Benny Sheru was brought in, and he was really, really good, and it made everything better. Okay. Not quite okay. like that. Kristen, what were you going to say? I was going to say <laughs> that the nice things that I did see in the attacking section tended to have to do with Sheru and Seba working Got it. together. Full points. Congratulations, Dunk. Thank you. Two, Thank to, you. two points to Dunk. <laughs> he predicted <laughs> that like a Seba free kick. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Um, Sheru did some nice things, it's true. There's definitely a few just like little moments where just like a random faint in one direction just like sends somebody in completely the wrong direction and he gets away and it's like, ah, oh, I missed that. Um, what? You missed something that Sheru did? It would have been yes. interesting. I like Benoit Sheru. It would have been interesting to see how they would have gone forward with him in the lineup. Do you, Duncan? After. Do you? <laughs> yes. Before they uh, subbed him out because they seemed to lose their way a little bit. Yeah. They're at least well, they're. Yeah, it, it seemed like they. But I mean, it's hard to judge if that was that was the reason or because they went down a goal and they sw- They changed their tactic to try to go for. Well, the subs were a bit like we'll talk about it when we get to van tackets, but the subs sort of felt a little, a little late, a little clunky maybe. Yeah, I think it was like, oh shit, well we're down by one, and oh they've had man sent off. Fuck it, let's go for it. Yeah. Uh, oh, that didn't work. There didn't seem to be much of a plan to the, the going for it. So, it was, uh, wouldn't that have been a time to have seen? A switch in gears. Well, I do. I mean, Man down, only down by one goal. I mean, well, I mean they, they, they did switch, switch gears, gears, but but they it was brought the on. Late. And, uh, it was late and and highly in a, mostly ineffective. It was. Yeah. I would not agree with that. We looked much better when we were just like trying to defend and everything. When we were trying to attack, it did not look great by any means. But you know, I yeah, I do think that that is something they will probably have already practiced. Who knows? Or at the very least, be practicing, and you know, it'll come. Don't get me wrong. I'm. We've got enough talent up there that, you know, a little bit. Juvinko is very good. Altidore, when he's fit, will help. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Um, I'm relatively confident that when, if and when we want to, we'll be able to score goals. I'm not entirely confident that when we're trying to score goals, we'll be able to stop them going in. You know, I'm not. I'm not down on. I'm not down on the pragmatism, because it's good. It's it's what we've lacked for a long time. Since like September of 2010. Yeah, no, I agree. But at the same time, I, I, I just think that, I don't know, the people are going a little overboard on how great this match was. And how, how great. great a display. Oh, but there were there were people claiming oh. it was one of the greatest technical output, uh, uh, road matches they've ever seen from <laughs> TFC. No, no, that would be the opening <laughs> game. No, no, no. There, there were there were many. Oh, this was this was a class performance no, with with just was ruined not. by Baldomero Toledo. All of us were predicting TFC would lose, and there uh, were no yeah. one not, surprised. Not, not all of us. <laughs> True. This uh, idiot be, thought he could pull it out. Be in no way surprised if it happened, and in no way angry. And 
basically how many chances did Kansas have? It's not like they were completely no. all over us. No. That, no, that, no, that was an easily a point. No. Did what we and and arguably yeah. a winnable game. Yeah, yeah. We just, it's basically we played a good game. That just I guess comes so. down I, to I, I guess I'm, I'm cyber talent or luck will enable us to maybe get the goal and maybe turn that into a win. Instead, yes, Sam didn't do that much, and Endo's shot got saved onto the bar. Then there's a debatable. Uh, I'm, foul maybe call I'm just alarmed just by how low the bar is that that a one nil loss away with. Absolutely, no, you know, but, very but little I, chance but, of winning okay, is, is, is considered you, to be this high water. Okay, but I'm gonna, like, are you that upset with the result? No, no, no. It's uh, no. They didn't get trounced, which very well would have been the right, case and probably they last, out last year or the year before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have Three a problem. I have a problem with claiming that this was the be all and end all performance. Sure, and, and, I, and I agree with you there. And it wasn't okay. So I, I, sorry, sorry. Go just ahead. one, just to pile on one more. If you were to if you were to look at the result, not watching the game, thinking. This is the TFC I'm used to versus Kansas City. Seeing a one nil scoreline for Kansas City. Hey, great game! Must I'm, have been a great game. I'm thinking Clint Derwin stood on his head. Yeah, yeah. but I'm why I watched That's that. The only way that would have happened last year. That yeah, that, it should not have been a one nil game for Kansas City at the very least. It should, it should have not been. have. It's scoreless at the very least. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And neither team was no that like looking massively dangerous. No, I mean Kansas City had a lot of. I would say more quality corners than Toronto, but they didn't amount to anything. Um, I say quality just because it was looked like it was closer to their yeah, intended target. A couple of moments of danger, was, yeah. But sure. all in all, they didn't do a heck of a lot. No. And Toronto, even though a lot of their shots seemed to be, they weren't in droves. It would you get this one shot in the thirty-third minute, and you won't see nothing for another twenty minutes. But they would be shots on or near net. But. That does not make a result either. Scoreless was the was was what they could have and should have earned, but they didn't. Yeah. So. And I, I think that's in a way maybe kind of what TFC are thinking really these two games. Like, are right, we gonna play this way and you know, more than likely we will earn nil nil. Maybe we'll get a bit of luck or several do something ridiculous, we'll get a win. Maybe things won't quite go our way, we'll get a lose, but hmm. And this particular game things didn't quite go our way doesn't mean that the the basic plan and effort and you actually pulling off that plan wasn't there and shouldn't be encouraged i would say all right moment slash highlight of the match Hmm. um i think for me it was endo's near goal because that was the one moment where it's like oh they could have smashed and grabbed this one uh, and it was definitely against the run of play, and plus, my uh, Steam colleague was just had been just going on about how selfish Seba was, so I enjoyed it extra bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I, I actually I remember that interchange on Twitter. Yes. Um. Yeah. That was that was uh, a very nice uh, bit of play. Very nice pass from Jovinko. Absolutely, I can't argue with that. Um. And you know there wasn't a great amount of you know obvious things to go with otherwise. You know. Good defending rarely is mm-hmm. full of highlights. So yeah, I'll go with that. <coughs> Shame about the shot. Really, it's a little it too wasn't close awful, to the goal. But, yeah, it wasn't yeah, awful, yeah. no. But, but it was right at the keeper. So the one angle, the, the second angle, they showed it out kind of from behind him. It's like, oh, you had a lot of net to aim at, and you hit it very close to the goalie, didn't you? Oh well. Um, highlight of the of the match is really not even a, a Toronto moment, but. It was the first sign of Brad Davis being such a dick. 
ball somebody's down on the ground everybody's pretty much put the you know put the brakes on the match and he keeps going and that's, then what? And then watching everybody get in, get into his face, including uh, Michael Bradley. That's ducking wool spit. Brad. Yeah, ducking wool spit. Ducking wool spit. Ducking wool spit. Oh my god! I can't. He doesn't know how to swear. No, that's, that was very weird. My moment of the match is Michael Bradley almost punching out Brad Davis. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I'm actually enjoying this because you know what? He might actually deserve it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. Stuff. Man of the match. I'm going with Michael Bradley. I thought for once his industry, well, in this match, his industry was exactly what they needed. He was a good engine in the middle. He didn't, no, nobody stood out tremendously as yeah. any, you know, other than Seba's attempts at artistry. Uh, it's a good defensive display when you don't notice too many people. So it's a, it's a, that's a hard choice, but why not? Why not? I rarely give it to him. There you go. Yeah, there was no individual player that stood out. It was just a good sort of collective team effort. So maybe it's just, it, it's all about the tactics. So Greg Vanny? Get out. Who are you? <laughs> Don't Seriously. worry. Don't worry. This uh, ends in April. So um, those of you who are listening to the podcast, have you ever wanted to be on a podcast? We have an opening coming up at the end of this episode. We Stay saw this details. last year. He sees his shadow in April and everything goes back to normal. <laughs> It's all been a big April Fool's joke. Is that what you're saying? No, he, tr- he genuinely believes that he wants to be a po- more positive individual. I, I am very much enjoying the the new. He's older defensive. now. He's more mature. You'll be giving the finger from the stands before we know it. Well, you, maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I wouldn't rule that out. So we'll see. Exactly Probably be doing it before the first home game when they try and it. transition oh, into being a little bit more attacking. But you know that this is you know, it's. 2010 and Precky all together. Seber is you know quite a good uh, Chad Barrett impersonator. Uh, so yes. yeah, this is uh, Chad take, Barrett never is, nailed as many people in the face my, with the ball as he did. Take me back to my happy place. Right? All right, yeah. good, glad, oh happy for you, uh, Mark. <laughs> uh, I was very much a fan of uh, the work of Damien Perkis. Yeah. Uh, I second that. Two for, weeks in a row, Damien Perkis. For that's more alarming than his. Yes. yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, He's I, had a good match. You be quiet. He had a great match, mostly because almost every single one of the moments where there was a chance for him to have a calamitous moment, he came out looking like a million bucks. So uh, just 50-50 challenges, we getting Duncan in front immensely of... immensely rewind some tape. Oh, I'm trying. Try I know you to, are. Look try at not you. to shit on this one, okay? Okay, <laughs> Vanny, Vanny's best friend, okay? Um, yeah, I. Not, not to say that anybody else wasn't, say, more worthy, but as far as individual performances go, nothing else really stood out, like... Everybody had good games, you know. His just seemed to stand out a little more. Go to the match. Brad Davis was such a dick. <laughs> Holy shit. That's very true. But if I had to pick a player, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Delgado, simply because of his absence from the match. Not that he was bad. I just didn't, I didn't really notice him at all. Um, I don't think it was his fault, but his contributions were pretty minimal. So I'm leaning towards Seba. Oh, come on. Bold. What, because he didn't get a goal? No, because he tried to do too much. I'm the only sane fucking person at the table. Because, What's wrong with you? Because who else is up there who is going to do it if he doesn't? Endo has had Endo. some opportunities. Delgado Endo. has been known Endo to score Endo goals. Endo. Will Johnson and Delgado score has goals. known to be scoring a goal this year. Yes. I'm not saying this year. I'm talking historically. Oh, oh sorry. Historically, who the big the, book okay, of Delgado goals. Um, 
I had a hard time picking a go to the match. It was difficult. Well, so I went, I. With, I went with Will something. Johnson because I don't think he's found a place yet to figure out what he's doing. And I don't think that's his fault, but I don't think the best Will Johnson is here yet. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Right. I, think, I, I, have, I, I thought he had a good game, I but I have any arguments with that either. I mean, the, the midfield and forwards are not really being set up to shine no. as of yet. I think it's harsh to be quite so dismissive of Endo and Delgado and many people, really, because you know, we, we aren't really playing a style to, to make them look good, really. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm not go to the game, really Greg Vanny. Yeah. <laughs> You've even did it. <laughs> you can't give him both. We've already reached that time of the season it's where we're no longer picking players. Season. Yeah, you have to pick something else. <laughs> the I'll team. play my seats. Yeah, <laughs> the team. You can't pick the whole team. The sick oh, children of Kansas. I picked Seba oh, for Christ's sake. There's, pick something. There's, there's no one that really stands out. It's well, so I know that, but... Good defensive collective yeah. efforts. Kind of weak collective attacking efforts, which is by design and to be welcomed. But so, um, you know, no one particularly stood out. Fine. All right, Vanny Tactics. So I liked them. I liked them up until the subs. Thought it was a solid lineup. I understood where he was going. I thought that they were doing, you know, what was be to be expected in that game. But I felt that the subs were late and a little or a lot unfocused. Like, it was good to see Babuli out there. But, you know, very much clearly that is a, that is a project is Mo Babuli. That is, mm-hmm. you know, looked a little rough. I call his hair the soul waterfall. Ooh. It's lovely. I think, so I think I've got a, a, I think sure I got a scented candle though. by that name. Mm, That's nice, nice. Oh, he's, yeah. he's not Korean. What? It's not S-E-O-U-L. <laughs> no. Don't look at me like that. Like That's your first thought? Yes, yes. I was worried I was going to get a hashtag, so thanks. Hashtag S-E-O-U-L waterfall. Yes, um, yes, yes. He's like smooth bibimbap. Silky kimchi. Yeah, more like a just like a like a soulful flowing soul waterfall. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I thought that, that yeah the subs were late and they were a bit sort of all at once. You know, I was happy to see Babuli get his first minutes and sure Jay Chapman come on and. Run around mm. for a little bit, but and Josie Altidore. Who? Mm. Yeah, him. He won the odd header here or there. You know, he did, did some things. Yeah. Yes. I still kind. I still kind of wish that the substitutions had taken place about ten minutes before they actually did. Yeah. Not mm. not as a reaction to the goal, but just in general. Um, I kind of felt that the whole let's give the ball to Javinko really wasn't working. There was a couple times where he got absolutely mugged by six kids in pajamas, and I was. I was really confused that I kept going to this and it and it almost resulted in the same outcome every time. There were a couple times he would get his shot off undoing a couple players boots and then just dancing around them and getting a half shot off, which is fun and that's classic classic Saba, you know. But at the same time they've got they they've got this figured out. So why not throw the monkey wrench in? Now as not the biggest fan of the Josie Altador club, um I I kind of felt that when he got onto the pitch, the defenders kind of were like, we need to look after him now, too. So it wasn't all going to be piled on. It, I don't think going to a four four two was a terrible idea. It clearly needed some work, but mm-hmm. it clearly, that first moment, threw a monkey wrench into 
into Kansas City. They weren't sure how to handle it because people could people were just walking in the middle of the park that wasn't happening for the previous 80 minutes or 70 minutes whenever the substitution took place. Sure. So uh, I I just wish he would have been a little more proactive than reactive. Otherwise, I think he did his he did a pretty good job. It's like when um, Rocky beat Apollo Creed. Yes, that's that's what I'm he thinking. wanted to go southpaw, but Mickey wouldn't let him until the exact right moment. You gotta know when to go southpaw. True, true. Mm-hmm. I feel that way all the time. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you other than the fact that you like the tactics, anything else, Duncan? Um, I would agree with you know what you're saying. After the the subs came on, after basically after we conceded a goal, um, when we were switching to all right, well we got to try and find a goal now. You know, it looked especially then after they went a man down. It looks as if, all right, well, we just got to go for it and hope for something to happen. Um, yeah, it didn't look particularly pretty by any means. Uh, it didn't look as if there was any kind of plan, really, uh, for that portion of the game. What set pieces? <laughs> Smash the ball into the wall. What set pieces? Yeah. I mean, it's great. They used to ball your set, their set pieces last week. It's, it's great to do, yeah, pretty much. It, it was great that, that uh, you know, they, go to, they keep going to that well of, oh, this one's going in. This one's going in. You could... That also could be part of the changeup too. It's like you could just loop a ball over the wall and tell three guys mm. to converge at the left post and hope mm. hope for the best. It's, but it's it, just still it he's is. going for glory. And there's nothing wrong with that because it's worked and we've yeah. seen it work. But mm-hmm. if you're gonna change it if you're gonna change tactics that late in the match with a desperation air to it, change them all. Yeah, it is alarmingly predictable. But yeah, Jovinko's going to try and go over the wall side and score. And you know, to be fair, he scored on more free kicks last year than we ever score on free kicks, no matter what kind of tactics we're trying, mixing things up and doing all sorts of different things. So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, but yeah, you know, doing something different wouldn't be outrageous by any means. It'd be nice. True. I kind of go back to what I said earlier about the tactics. Yeah, it's fine and all. No problem with trying to grind out draws in tough places. My only fear is, and it's a microcosm of it in this match where they had to switch to trying to switch to an offensive outlook, trying to grab that goal with a man advantage. It's just that in the grander scheme of things is how do they do that transition when it comes to trying to do that for 90 minutes? We'll see. Okay, so speaking of one of the subs, uh, Josie Altidore playing his first minutes of the season was it necessary other than trying to go for that goal really to like it seemed no, it seemed a very it, it non-entity did, it, like i i yeah. my notes say he did play right like that's he didn't look prepared to be the guy you'd want out there to bust you know in front of the goal and but i mean i think what mark said earlier about when he came on and forcing the other side to change their tactics how they defend us is probably his biggest asset right now i was very prosy last year but now i'm prosy. prosy it's how you if you like josie altador you're prosy okay but uh, now i'm now i'm starting to worry now you're conzy uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite conzy yet you're in the hey. camp. Oh. Maisie, maybe Mabesy. maybe maybe i'm in the middle mm. i'm on the i don't know fancy uh, fancy yeah fancy. It's just uh, something we're working on it is like uh, it's got so, so bust Z. written on it, but I mean the thing he has going for him. Half Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Half Z. yeah, good. There I'm half Z. He's half Z. Um, the biggest thing going for him is he has that uh, air of quality in the eyes of the other side, so it does make them fear him, even though if he's not exactly been 
a terror since returning. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm because I've 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 always I've often questioned his inconsistency, even though it still boggles my mind. He's got he had 13 goals last season. Um, it boggles my mind that that. For me, I kind of always look at him like, is he really that dangerous, guys? Come on. Is he really that dangerous? And But everybody in the league seems to give him that credence like, oh, there's a killer on the loose. Like, we need to contain him. We need to make sure that he doesn't get a shot off. I'm, have they not watched game tape where he goes disappearing for two matches and right. then bags a brace? I realize that this could be the game where he gets the brace, but there's also the chance that he this could be the game where he disappears. So he's he's such a wild card. And you know what? Like, Coming back from injury, why not? Josie Busiek. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, okay. I killed it. Nice. Toledo. That's what I do. I know, I know the ref Dayton. thing has been. Oh, I thought we were just. I know, I'm sorry. Ohio's mid range Ohio City. I know, was my next move. Um, there's been a lot of talk about his impact on this game. Akron. And stop it. No one wants to go to Akron. Um, Zip. Zipping it. Thank you. Nice. Mm. Nice. That is good. Um, but I, it's sort of funny that the fact that he wasn't calling fouls is what he's, you know, controversial for in this game. Short shorts? Um, that too. Mm. Um, we talk about the refs a lot because it's MLS and we think the refing is really, really terrible. It's just, you know, when the calls are bad, the calls are really bad. And I, I feel like Toledo generally had a good game. I, I do too. Like he wasn't overreacting, and for a while there, things were getting really feisty, and it could have been fucking just cards everywhere and a shit. Which is what I expected. And I was so surprised. It wasn't. Yeah. And you know they more or less kind of kept things under wraps and everything, and then you know he missed one like seventy percent, seventy five percent foul. He decided not to call. I, it, it's unfortunate that that turned out to lead to a goal, but if it hadn't led to a goal, no one would be, oh my God, that was crazy. Yeah. It's only because it led to a goal that it's in any way controversial. It's not the decision itself, but, um, you know, and yeah, where were these cards? I mean, th- th- this looks like a completely different Baldomiro Toledo. I mean, it's the one that's been out there for a year or so. Now, yeah, but, but... I mean, that Will Johnson tackle in the first half, yeah, that... that that deserved. Yeah, that was a booking. Oh yeah, I know. I was so very surprised. It was like, how? I don't know how he. Yeah. I don't know how he didn't get a booking, let alone just get sent off. I mean, mm. Kansas fans seem to be sort of quite lustily booing him. They were expecting him to do more. Yeah. So you know, it's not like, oh my god, he screwed TFC. No. He oh, couldn't. I don't. I don't. No, I'm not buying into that narrative. I no. was more Toledo mm. overall. As well, it was just a bad call. It was a blown call. And I mean, this is the second week in a row where the ref largely had a good game. But when the one calls, like the, the big calls that mattered, completely got it wrong. And I think that's, I don't know, I think that's just also circumstance. You know, he could have called the he could have called the handball on David Villa, but he didn't see it as a handball, and then it goes in. Okay, shitty circumstance, even though it clearly was a handball. It clearly was a, okay, I shouldn't say clearly, but I'm not a ref. That was a foul. I agree with you, Mark. It was clearly a foul. That was a foul, and he didn't see it as a foul, but it led to a goal. So it's, I don't know if he can necessarily just as easily blow that back and go, oh, well, you know, 10 seconds later, I've decided that that's a foul or maybe not 10, but like five seconds later, but you got the others right. Most of the time you were super lenient so many times 
and in, in places that would not have affected the outcome of the game so easily. Yeah. You know, letting it, letting a Dean, it's, it's a weird thing to say, but letting a, a, a rough tackle go in midfield is a lot different than letting it go, you know, 20 feet from goal. True. So the ones by goal are the ones you need to get right. Mm-hmm. I don't, I really, I don't know what angle he saw it at that he could yeah. have thought that that was well, not a foul. And generally, they err on the side of caution too. with that as well. I mean, it's like goalies, you can't touch them. It was similarly, usually, eh, you know, they'll, they'll give the benefit of the doubt to defenders more than uh, not when it's but that close to goal. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I don't know, I have a hard time being absolutely outraged about that decision. Him and his MLS pro ilk, they're, you know, all. Various levels of shit, but they're levels of shit for everyone. Yeah, yeah. We're not special, and yeah, and the it, results it, of our matches, yeah. Sometimes it fucks us over. A lot of times it doesn't, or fucks over the team we're playing. It's just reality of this league. Indeed. Not nothing worth getting our yeah. I don't know white alternate kit panties in a twist. Well, when we had those Greek refs for that one for that one week, that was that was pretty nice. <laughs> that was fun. All for a variety jokes aside, of, they were excellent. They were, for a variety of reasons. That was fun. ATMs and all. <laughs> the cash machine. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't stand for anything else. Yeah, yeah no, nothing else. Sure no, I don't know what you're talking about either, Mark. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how you... Anyway. If, if, if the MLS pro refs are, are an actual problem, I don't even... I don't know where you really begin to... So, solve it other than a complete overhaul so it's it's pretty the, much going to be yeah. same business pay them better give them better training yeah, the, the quality of the individual refs it's going to take a long time for for that to to go up really i think I guess so. yeah, it's, hmm. wasn't mark Geiger, so true all right either way that whole match difficult to not to come have come away with a positive result of some sort so true basically i think that's my my general overall thought on that match can I go for neutral? Yeah. Thanks. She's beautiful and warm. Her glow in our heart. She makes me excited. I wonder when we do. I wonder what you'll see. Are you really only? To lady up your neck so I am in poly for her. Lots and lots and lots. Said to everybody. Looking high in the sky. He looks so nice. And up next is MLS wins and losses. It was the weekend of the free kick. No wait. The penalty. No wait. Red cards. Oh, it doesn't matter. It was Make another... up your mind! I know! Every time I turned around, it was the weekend of whatever. It was, however, another crazy weekend in MLS. And here to tell us all about it is Duncan with this week's MLS wins and losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You're my mini baby belt. Oh, nice. What a charmer. Let's just go with the, it was the weekend of MLS. There was quality, there was sloppiness, there was controversy, and there was random doses of just crap. It was it was a very MLS weekend. Uh, we will start, as always, with the Friday night game, and hey, Orlando's in it. That's weird, Ooh. that never happens. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Kyle Larin scored a header, which he didn't really know much about, I don't think. Oh. Uh, Joe Bendick made a couple of very good saves, and City SC beat City FC 1-0. Hooray. Battle yes. of the letters. Mm. Uh, Saturday's games were full of incident. Uh, not Chicago over Columbus, which is absolutely horrific to watch 0-0. Um, but if you have terrible. insomnia, that is like the best game ever. Sure. 
Yeah. Hey, um, you know, God bless Chicago. You, you're trying something new. You, you're getting your defense all sorted and that sort of thing. You've got a new system, a whole bunch of new players. You don't know what you're doing. Fair enough. What the fuck's Columbus's excuse? It's the exact same team from last year. Come on. Anywho, uh, next up, Red Bulls versus Dynamo, which was uh, all sorts of wacky and wonderful. Uh, it looked like everything was going wrong for New Jersey. Will Bruin scored twice from de horrific defensive blunders, and they lost three players to hamstring injuries, uh, including their two best names in Bar and Zuba. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Mike the Gorilla equalized yep. for them. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, after Alex gave Houston another lead, Felipe scored two fantastic goals. Uh, one a lovely free kick. And the Rebels won 4-3 for their first win and Houston's first defeat, sealed by Sal Zizzo bocking a shot with his face amid an injury time go mouth scramble. Uh, fantastic stuff, really. Montreal, uh, away at Mike Hinkley's FC Dallas, was less fantastic. Uh, a KG affair through the first half and into the second until Didier Drogba came on! Woo! Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, was he allowed to? Hmm? Did they have guys here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. Look, I, I just about cut ties after the lack of hoops thing. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There sorry, is, there okay. Is, just, uh, sorry, I wasn't sure because I, I worry about Didier. There, there is fragile Frisco, life. Yes. Okay, sorry. Go on. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, that, impact unbeaten, looking very good. You know, still no no. The game's there for the taking. Drogba's on. This is gonna go great. Uh, they gave up two goals. Huzzah. Uh, first, a Maro Diaz, lovely free kick. Then a very root one goal finished off by Max Aruti. <laughs> Woo! Remember uh, him. Yes. Good times. Uh, Dallas back on track, Montreal unbeaten no more. On to Cascadia, where Vancouver and Seattle were both searching for their first point. Uh, Andreas Evenstitz got the Sig. The, the, don't, don't odd shits. No. Mm. If you're going to do it. No. Even no. shits. Yeah. Twos yes. and fours. Yeah. Everyone mm -hmm. has that. Num yeah. Number twos. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes. Andreas Evenschitz got the game's obligatory lovely free kick goal, but Vancouver got the win thanks to two penalties. Uh, the first seemed a horrible decision as Christian Bolanos tripped over himself, though Jason DeVos was determined there was contact from the defender. Great call, uh, oddly, because there wasn't. Second saw so Chad Marshall do a slide tackle, get a faint touch on the ball, also at the same time totally take out Blas Perez, who was uh, very much looking for the contact, admittedly. Clear penalty, though Seattle seemed to think that one was just as egregiously bad as the first. Anyway, Pedro Morales scored both penalties, and Vancouver won 2-1. Seattle remained pointless, the only such team in the league. Siggy's trying to keep it all in perspective, but not quite succeeding. <laughs> Yo, you can't keep hitting yourself against the wall because eventually you start bleeding, like my stomach lining, and you won't accomplish anything. You gotta analyze it. You gotta stay strong in your our endeavor and belief with each other. But obviously, we're not happy. I'm not happy. Players aren't happy. Organization's not happy. It's a results oriented business. I know that one well as anybody. At the end of the day, we just gotta start getting results, and quite a few of us could be uh, looking for new jobs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Siggy. I, Jesus. 
why, why will they when will they learn not to have food at the, at the conference their microphones <laughs> must be in shambles seriously they oh, must have to get new ones every yeah. day they just they know which one's his because of the cheeto dust yeah. on the screen Seattle who PR is toothless <laughs> who wants the job of cleaning a Siggy's microphone uh, like, oh uh, wow uh, anyway, on to Real Salt Lake versus Portland. And Joe Platter got the night's fourth lovely free kick hey. as Arisel went 2 0 up. Uh, they had Kyle Beckerman sent off, though, and Ledon had Jamison Olave sent off as well. And Fernando Addy scored twice. It finished up a very dramatic 2 2. Uh, that red card for Olave was his fourth in his last 20 games wow. and tenth in his MLS career, setting a new league record. Something to be proud of. Wow, well done. Well done, well done Jameson. Well done. You absolutely. Where is the MLS beast. Hall of Fame? Cleveland? It's what? below the. It's it's next That's to the, the heart of rock and roll. <laughs> it's next it's to the swing set in Columbus. It's got to be oh. somewhere in Ohio. No, it's gonna be, it like has to be in a neutral site. Toledo, Ohio? Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. <laughs> mm, yeah, you, yeah, that could very well. Too. Actually, it's supposed to be going in Dallas. What? Yeah. yeah. So, well, the soccer. Oh, hall this is anyway. oh, literally. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, the American Soccer Hall of Fame. Yeah. Not the MLS Hall of Fame. There's no MLS Hall of Fame. Not yet. Not yet. It's coming. Winnipeg. Oh, so, yeah. So, somewhere in Canada <laughs> That's should the make Museum one. of Human Rights. And then Winnipeg. Screw you. Yes. Make it make it Saskatoon. Yeah, Winnipeg's got human rights. Let Saskatoon have the MLS Hall of Fame. Fair. All right. Regina, maybe. Whichever. You know. Uh, finally, on Saturday, there was the Cali Classico. Steven Gerrard left the game early with an injury. It was nil-nil at halftime. Uh, with Simon Dang. Dawkins getting sent off just before the whistle. Uh, that led to a much better second half for the Galaxy. Jayasi Jardes scored twice and ended uh, 3-1. With Chris Wondolowski picking up his third goal of the season. On to Sunday. Oh. And bad news for the T-Terrorists. As they had Javon Watson sent off and... Uh, Two penalties conceded no, in Philadelphia. Good nice. news. Bobby Shuttleworth saved them both. Uh, on the fourth time in MLS history, a goalie saved two penalties in one game. That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. Bad news. He let in three <laughs> other goals. <laughs> ah. uh, including two to CJ Sapong. And finished 3-0 to Philly. Lean win uh, bought the lovely free kick to Sunday. But hit both posts and it just nicely bounced right back to Philly goalie Andre Blake. Uh, asked about his penalty saves, Shuttleworth went the false modesty route. It was it was one of those things over, but there were the, there were plenty of times where I had the defenders bailing me out. Over, I was just trying to stand up, stand up tall, and that's it. Here on this space station, over. Uh, it's all you know, delightful, humble, and all shucks and team first. But you were asked about saving penalties. Defenders have nothing to do with that, Shuttleworth. Just take some credit yourself, goddammit. Screw you. Over. His God damn quotes it. are as I'll genuine just, as the moon landing. I'll just leave you up there. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, DC and Colorado also played. That was a crappy game. Ended 1-1. But uh, not to worry, the Rapids brought the comedy. Tim Howard News seemed old, not really funny anymore, until they announced it signed him for three and a half years. Seriously? Wow. Wrong well with these done, Rapids. Hey, hey. You go to MLS to watch the stars fade and burn out. <laughs> yes. So the Sparks are the only team with three wins. The Sounders feeling the pain of being the only team with zero wins. We'll end with a tale of dastardly crime with a happy ending. Oh. Uh, Timber Joey had his helmet, jersey, suspenders, and other mascot gears stolen from his car. He what? Po- he posted about this on Facebook, and later local reporters spotted some homeless-looking man wearing it on the street. 
Uh, the man said he just found the stuff at a nearby bus stop and willingly gave it to the reporters, who returned it to Joey. Delightful, really. Oh. Joey said... Like... Oh my God, I have like the fullest heart right now. Thank you so much to everyone who like helped track down my stuff by like sharing my post. Oh my God. Mm. He's a burly man. Yes, yes, yes. Masculine. Ma- ma- yeah, masculine. Yeah, Super indeed. masculine. Very nice. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I was really like, oof. Like, need to get me some of that. Seriously, yeah, I know. I feel that just like, like just, just a little bit, just a little. Coming yeah. straight through the airwaves there, yeah. Indeed. Heartwarming stuff, uh, indeed. The man who was found wearing the hat later on said... Seattle! Sounders! Seattle! Sounders! Anyway, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. I want to ball your wax. Ooh. Better than the other way, I guess. Yeah, better than waxing my balls. Yeah, that's just... Uh, oh, there's a Tuesday one, I'll forget. <laughs> no matter where we go Everybody say we start trouble Not true It's just... Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blake! Kansas City, here I come! Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and we hope yours as well. Last week's Bitchy Blank, which brought in record numbers of responses, may I say, so thank you all. Last week's blank was, Sporting KC's park is nicknamed the Blue Hell. BMO Field should be called blank. Gentlemen, before we get to this week's winner, what did you have for this blank? The blue balls. Always waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, I went with the National Soccer Stadium. Oh, wait. Mm. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. It's sad now. Going with the uh, the welcoming red pit of indifference. Yeah. That just yes. sings, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Marcus? I figure we should just, it should be renamed in, in honor of a former executive, Kevin Payne Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, before Rest in peace. I do announce the winner, I have to say. Um, Get used to things. <laughs> there were so many entries with Double Blue Hell or the money pit that, I'm sorry guys, they all cancelled each other out, so I had to go with something else. You're all winners. That's true, you're all winners. nobody's a winner. (laughs) Except this guy. Gary J. Russell at Gary Jambo on the Twitters. Hey! Hey. Winner. Gagnon. Yes. (laughs) Do, 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 do. Uh, BMO Field should be called Bruce McNall Arena. Nice. Mm. Historical. Exactly. (laughs) Scamming. (laughs) Prosecuted. (laughs) Thank you for playing along, everybody. And uh, this week's Bishy Blank is TFC players will spend their bye weekend doing blank. So, as always, 
play as often as you like. Send us your answers to us on the Twitters at Vocal Minority CA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as you see fit or in the comments once the podcast is posted. Get us those answers, however, by 5 o'clock on Monday. Thanks. John Kennedy, rest in peace. Oh. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag RIP. Hashtag armed and dangerous. Hashtag you create a toast. Well, to close off the show, we've got a couple different uh, things for the national teams to discuss. And first up, before we get into the upcoming World Cup qualifier matches, is Canada released a new kit. And apparently because... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Kristen. No, I'm sorry. This is just... Welcome to the Kit Hand Stadium Podcast with your host, Mark Inkley. Hello and welcome to the Kitten Stadium Podcast. I'm joined, as usual, by Kristen. Hello. Uh, Duncan. Hello. Tony. Uh, Hello. Are you here? Um, the, uh, as, as you may or may not have heard, Canada has released a new updated home kit for their current uh, campaign for Russia. Um, it is, in a nutshell, a red shirt with a off-centered uh, vertical white stripe that goes below the badge with this really weird collar thingy that goes partly white and partly red. Um, have you guys have have you guys seen pictures of it? Thoughts, mm-hmm. feelings? I saw uh, a picture of the uh, 2001 Wrexham kit. Oh, and need, didn't need to see the Canada one. Oh, very good, very <laughs> good. I know I've seen a couple German kits that look mm-hmm. exactly like that. So, but shout out to uh, 1980s video game Galaxian Ooh. for handing over their font. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would like a, a grown-up font, please. Can can we please? What's wrong with Halloween calculator? I hate the font <laughs> so much. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> yes. It wrote boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Two it, weeks in a row. Yes, I can see that. This, this, this takes away any potential enjoyment I have. Every, really? I don't like the font. Oh, try being a real fan. You, you don't have to get a name or anything. I know, that's, but that's what's saving it, is the fact that when I get mm-hmm. one, if I get one, I don't have to do that, and I never do anyway. But, but if you but do, I get to... Nosferatu. <laughs> True. But I have to watch it, Times so... Two. Otherwise, I like it, actually. The the weird collar, I, I want to see it in, I want to see it up close to see how much it bothers me if it does, but otherwise, I like it. There's no boob stripe this time, so that makes me happy. Mm, it's more like a up-tucked dong. Mm. Weird. That's um, weird thing to use as a descriptor. Yeah, uh, well, if it's not boobs. Tony's dung is based very much on his. Yeah, because he comes out. You know, it goes center, side. right? It, sw- it just swings <laughs> hard to the to the right, and then it fades and, and out, it fades and just below the, the nipple. Yeah. And then, then it go, swings hard to the uh, to the left, and then there's a right up, angle. Yeah, well, fades I, I just kind of strap it up here, <laughs> and then it fades gradually. Yeah, yeah, okay. ladies. Uh-huh. Very nice. nice, very nice. But I keep it under the badge. Good call. Because nice, well, my dong plays for the badge on the front of the kit, not on the spooky letters on the back. Nice. Yes. Very nice. nice. Number 69. I, I did quite like the Get kit. Get a proper number. I, But yeah, Squad that collar, it's like, eh, I, I just can't really get beyond looking at that collar and thinking that's just awful. Um, so yeah, I'm probably not going to buy this one. I, <gasps> I know. You buy them all, Duncan. I have, but mm-hmm. they've put out a new one every fucking I year. I know, it's so annoying. Come on, bro. I, you know, I like a lot of the kits you've put out and, you know, 
uh, in the interests of full disclosure, Umbro has given me a free kit or other random swag previously wow. in the past. Must be nice. So, you know, right? I've, there's a lot of goodwill I have towards Umbro. I've the, yeah, I'll buy that, I'll buy that. You know, the, the hoopy one was he getting mediocre. But I. Marcel, the dog. I bought it anyway because I'm going to do that. It's There's no sponsor on there, so <laughs> where can, you can't go wrong. But, you know, if you're going to put out a new red one every year, I'm only going to buy it if I like mm. it. So. Don't mm. you think it's about time National Kids got sponsors? Yes, yes, that would be a great idea. Um. But yeah, so no I, trolling on this I will podcast. not be buying this one. Uh, one of the things it's I... It's really, really good, but it isn't. It, yeah, there's a couple of elements in it that are, that are kind of nice. The the color, I, th- I tend to believe that that color would look great if there was a third color, either if they went with a maroon or like a silver or a black, because then it doesn't look... It looks like there's literally half a color because the red just... Like if you look at it first shot from a distance, it looks like it's got half of a color. So it's a, it's just a weird thing. I know they if you put, like a, should, put, put a should some blue in there. Should yeah, have I don't put it, some blue in. It there. doesn't. I don't even care what the other color is, but just as a third trim, yeah. third color for trim, yeah. that's fine. Also, too, the uh, the 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 stripe that uh, is its own separate fabric panel. Like there's stitching what? on either side of it. It's not sublimated into the shirt. At least from the promo oh, photos that God. that Umbro had released, it's actually a separate piece of fabric. Really, Kevin so, Pipe. And then, but uh, hmm? the bit hmm. where it fades up is Kevin Pipe. The, the bit that, where it fades is, is that still that's, kind of stitched it's, it's, on? It's a, eh? That's a piece of fabric that goes from the shoulder to the hip, or to the bottom of the shirt, and otherwise it's like the red normal jersey fabric on either side. It's hard oh, to tell okay. if it's gotcha. an actual different type of fabric. Some of the shots that stripe looks shinier than mm. the rest of the kit, so that's one of those seen up and close. Real lack of jock tag. Mm, I know. True. I know. And, and bad sloganeering yes. and, and make, um, remaking. And couldn't there have been a better person in the video? Exactly. Like, really? do your fucking toilet. Come on. The moment I pulled on the Canadian yeah, shirt, it was up. so special. Like, fuck you. Yeah, well, I, you know what? If I waited like, put, that long for it, Put JDG in that. Too. You know what? That would have been fine. Mm, yes. Put real, almost anybody else in that video. Not him. Well, thank you very much for joining us for the Kitten Stadium podcast. Uh, I will have a review of the kit up in uh, probably by the time this goes out. So, but thank you for joining us. This has been the Kit and Stadium podcast. Meow. Did Kitten Stadium podcast ever discuss the TFC kit? I don't think we did. Did we? No, I was away because yeah. I yes. Yeah. I was. I forget. I was somewhere when that came out. And I feel like there's been a lot of stadium talk that never made it into the Kitten Stadium podcast. Well, since since this has become a thing, there hasn't been a new new stadium other than San Jose's stupid-looking stadium. <laughs> TFC has had a lot of... Uh... Uh, we haven't been there yet. That's coming up in a future episode. Ooh, God, follow the blog. There's no blog. Do you even read the blog, bro? Do you even tweet, bro? Kitten Stadium blog. <laughs> the blogcast. God, what a terrible fucking website. But I'd follow it. I would totally read it and I'd subscribe to it. I, I, I'd now probably get a few. Kittens. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> so what's happening on Friday? Well, well, did you know that there is a big game for Canada against Shut Mexico the on Friday? Up. I'm totally serious. Really? Yeah. Who Guess who's going to be there? Me. Oh, I'm going to the game. Well, aren't we fancy? Uh, we are. That's where our podcast money goes. To fly I me to it. Vancouver. It's I true. knew it. God damn. We can't. I can't even get kits for the Kit Seating podcast. No. But she gets a fucking game. What about us, huh? Anyway, Michael Jackson was right. And stay in a fancy beach house in Kitsilano oh. too. I was what? gonna say smooth criminal. Anyway, Kitsilano. Yeah. Mm. 
Kitsilano's oh, and Kitsilano. you're going to Kitsilano. Yeah. Just rub it in further. The right Kitsilano podcast. Oh, God damn. Kitsilano Stadium podcast. Oh, it's terrible. Those kids are assholes. I know. They never return my tweets. They never retweet. Still, anyway. Still don't have one. <laughs> so coming up on Friday uh, is the home leg of Canada's World Cup qualifying matches against Mexico. Mm. And then the away match is uh, next Tuesday. So very exciting. Uh, huge game in Vancouver. Looks like it's probably going to be a sellout crowd it's by crazy. the time the game Dude, rolls around. So good. 44, 46,000. No idea what the composition of said crowd will be. Hopefully, mm. mostly. People. I'm thinking people. Well. I, I picture a lot of Lululemon. <laughs> a lot of donkeys. A lot of pinatas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well. That's a fucking awesome <laughs> away Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm in. Other <laughs> <laughs> tickets still available. Low riders. <laughs> Taco trucks, donkey shows. Oi. Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre. All that. that, Yes. Yes. They're not even paying attention to the match. I wouldn't even pay attention to the match. I'd want to. There's like 10 different dudes that dress up as PK from the Mexico 86 World Cup. (laughs) Nice. The mascot. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, this is is a big deal. Canada are going into. That fucking section is a big deal. Kristen, you have to go visit them. <laughs> no, I do not. Yes, you do. They got pinatas. <laughs> they have a Lucha. donkey show. You believe what he is saying? Why would you believe this? A telenovela. Tony. Yeah. When was the last time you lied to me? I can't remember. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's never let me astray. He's not going to watch the game. He's never. Yeah, well. It's at 10 o'clock at night. Oh. <laughs> I'll See? tweet you know your it. audience. The telenovela's on. Ay, ay, ay. Gato Maladoroso. Nice. Vampiria. Vampiria Canadian is. Yeah, it's true. He always comes up. Anyway, Good old the Ian. match. No. Kristen, you were going to talk no, about the No, I wasn't, apparently. I, see, I feel like you were. Are you mm. sure? I'm really I'm not sure that anyone really wants me to talk I'm about the match. So on I, the I, rundown, there were things <laughs> to talk about the match or the squad or something. Yeah, I, strong, what, Duncan. What, what strong. Is, that was good. That, that, thanks for the help. That was. Good. What is everybody's opinion on uh, Floro, and does he have an advantage with uh, Mexico's uh, releasing their roster first? It was kind of weird that they, they, they put them out first, and then you know he's he's got a day or two to kind of think and look at that and go, hmm, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, I guess that's why there's no Kyle Becker. I, why else would he, why else would he forsake Kyle Becker? It's like a it's like a robber. That was like Christmas for me. It's like a robber selling a bank teller what kind of bullets he's gonna put in his gun. That's yes. really weird. And Get it was ready. And it was all the countries. Only Canada got to hold their roster back. Everyone else was like, here's who's playing. I feel like the States didn't put theirs out until Sunday. Oh, was it Sunday? Saturday oh, okay. maybe. But anyway, but uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was just, before it's the game. Very odd. You, you would think those are kind of standardized things, but I yeah. sort of thought they had to, but I guess not. No. Um, so yeah, I'm happy that Kyle Becker's not there. So roster thoughts for anyone who's looked at the roster. Um, I'm very intrigued by uh, this Arfield guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's obviously the, uh, he the loves big lasagna. thing. lasagna. Yes, so I've heard. Hates Mondays. You know, just got to uh, you know, get him on the pitch for at least one minute. You know, we can't really. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I said that without laughing. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I realized what you said. I'm like, oh shit, pylon. Uh, Garfield. Yes. <laughs> I'm waiting for a normal uh. comment next. Uh. Who's going to push Odie off the table? Uh. One. <laughs> but yeah, you know, got to uh, wait until he's been on the pitch for uh, at least uh, a few seconds before you get too excited about that. But. Uh, you theoretically, you know, to have Laren, Arfield, Hoylet, Hutchison, Johnson, De Guzman, that that's a decent like, forward six. Team. Yeah. 
That's yeah, not terrible. And, uh, you know, you got Akindeli and Ricketts and actual support. I know it's yes, weird. It's like a little hey, bit of depth. Like, options. It's Daniil back with the team again. That's nice. Hopefully, not as a right back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hoping that, that sticks. Yeah. Ian Hume. Yeah, Ian Hume's back. Yeah. Lovely. Former Kerala Blaster. Yes. Yes, indeed. Legend. Fourth highest attendance of any world club team. Oh, really? The Kerala Blasters. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Average attendance or just like a one-off? Average attendance. What was their average attendance? It's like, like 61,000. Nice. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That is kind of crazy. Ian Hume is quite the drawer in India. Yeah. No, he was, he, this was like, they didn't let him go and they were, their fans were furious. I imagine so. Yeah. Oh. Because they had a good season with him and then yeah. they let him go and then they dropped to eighth. Oh. In the 19 league. Well, yeah. there you go. No relegation that one. You'd like the Kerala Blasters. Why? The local uh, political affiliation is usually communist. Interesting. So Mexico. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a lineup. Um, I, not that not that I'm terribly, you know, person like going stat to stat or player to player. I, I'm not exactly the most optimistic uh, for the result. But um, as far as what's the best possible. Lineup that uh, Canada can come out with. This is this is it, that feels right up there. It's pretty I, good. I don't feel like it's there was pretty good. Too many left off that I was like, oh, why aren't they there? Like, yeah, we'd like to see Oso called to the team still, but that's not going to happen this cycle. So, um, who else was left out that was sort of a Kyle Becker? Oh, heartbroken. Not at all. Ashton Morgan still not getting. I don't know that he's. I don't know if he's ever going to get much time with the national team because he doesn't get much time with his club. I'm um, okay with that. Yeah, know? I'm not. No, I'm not screaming about if, it. I, I would like. If, oh, Ashton Morgan's our best left back. That'd be a pretty desperate situation. I agree, wouldn't it? I agree. Um, oh, sort of. Not this. Really quick aside. Uh, Jordan Hamilton off with the U20 team um, for uh, a tournament over in England. So that was kind of nice. A couple other TFC Academy kids going as well. But sort of, you know, nice to see Jordan Hamilton getting some sort of national team time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this is a, for me anyway, this is a pretty solid roster, uh, but it's, you know, it's Canada, World Cup qualifiers. It is. Mexico. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. Mexico. That's a big deal. I mean, you know, again, much like you know, TFC, Floro seems to be very much, it's all about the defense. And then, you know, hopefully, hopefully. the, the at- attackers can manage to do something in the few times that they actually do get the ball. So, you know, having a bit more quality, getting like Hoylet and Arfield in there is you know, a big deal because slightly does increase the chances that, no, oh, maybe they will actually be able to do something despite the lack of tactical support. So, uh, yeah, it's good things. I am not really all that optimistic for these two games, but, you know. Well, Stranger Duncan, what are your happened. predictions for these two games? Oh, well, funny you should ask. Um, I will go with a... Uh, 1-0 defeat in Vancouver and a 3-0 defeat in Mexico. Strong. Yeah. That's the Duncan I know. 2-0, 3-0 for me. Okay. Not quite Cheech, but definitely not Chong. I'm weirdly optimistic that they'll somehow eke out a one all at home, but they'll lose 2-0 in Mexico. Yeah. I have one, actually, that exact same thing. one all. I think I I, 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 I absolutely expect them to lose in Mexico. I have zero hope that they will win or get a draw. I do feel like there is potential for points. They've definitely got a chance for points. Yes. I 
Was it probably not if I was forced to put money on it, but it would not be outrageous. I don't think Mexico are fucking firing, firing an all cylinders. No. Holy shit, it's like Jorge Campos is back yeah, out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jorge Campos, who am I thinking of? Hugo Sanchez. Oh my God, Jorge he's Campos back. is the goalie, yeah. Um, so, you know, I think if Canada was quite good, Mexico would be there for the taking, but we're not at that level. So, uh, um, yeah, you know, basically the, the main thing for this chunk of games is let's hope El Salvador and Honduras take points off each other. Ideally, they'll draw twice. That'd exactly. Cool. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, the other th- and then the El Salvador players go on strike. Yeah. And again, then we get to play their C team. Play. And yeah, yeah beautiful. Yeah. Get on that so, and train. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of the El Salvadoran team, though, since we play them uh, again at home in the fall, we do. Uh, where should that match be held? There's been a lot of talk about this in terms of support. You know, Vancouver's done a pretty good job of getting people out to see the games. You know, forty-six thousand is nothing to sneeze at, and they did it for you know previous game in the fall as well. So. Does the game go back to Vancouver? Does it come here? Do we shift it off to Ottawa or Montreal where it's going to be colder? Thoughts? Does anyone care? It, I don't think any place should be off the the decision list, which is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone should be disregarded right now. I understand now. Good comeback. Good comeback. Um, <laughs> will BMO be available? Who knows? Depends on the CFL playoffs now. Yeah. True, maybe. Well, no, the game's in September, so. Oh, well, CFL regular season then? <laughs> so there's there's that as well, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, I'm actually being serious because of the whole thing with, oh, the pitch needs time X to recover. Of days to recover. So, and that's when TFC will be in their long homestand yeah, to end the season. And the Argos will be at home, likely, because they'll play in Hamilton on Labor Day, so they will be at home at some point in September. That's probably a good point. a couple of times. Thank you. That's what I bring to the table. Strong. Thank yeah. you. Thank Their you. schedule is actually out, isn't it? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> I, I'm not in particular, like, I don't really care as much as I'd like to see the game be played locally for me to selfishly go to. Um, you know what? If, if, if they're riding a surge of popularity, like, yeah. if somehow going into that game, they're in a legit, legitimate chance to, to, to steal the group and go on to the next round. If they think for even a slight second that Vancouver is some kind of lucky talisman, keep it. Please keep it. Agreed. Get 45000 out for a game that truly matters. Two reasons. We're not going to get 46000 here because you just can't. And two, it won't be so much of a home game. So there's that. There's also that part well, of it too. That, to me, that really is the whole – that is the argument is if, if it's a home crowd, if we are getting a consistent home crowd in Vancouver – and we we've, we've all been to games here or nearby where it's been. We're the we're the home. <laughs> we're, we're the visitor. Team. We're the visiting. You know, like it's like hello, other people. But Ooh, in all people. sincerity, like if if they're in it's a position more to win one it, game, Thank and you. they think they can get even forty thousand people out to that game, please keep it. Please keep it. Get your three points. Go to the next round, and then we'll take all the good games that matter. Yeah. <laughs> in your face, Vancouver! Oh, Fagunde! Yeah. Toronto will get all of the hex. All three of them! Yeah. I want your hex. There'd be five hex games. 
Ooh. All five of them. That's so hexy. Yeah. But we'll um, give one to we'll give one to Victoria just to screw Victoria. But Moncton's not allowed to have any more games. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, not after Women's World Cup. Yeah. I know that back in the day when they always just only played at BMO Field and everyone was all upset about it. You know, they kind of defended it, saying, you know, this is what the players want. So obviously, like the grass pitch as opposed to turf, and it's just a lot closer for all the players coming out of Europe and that sort of thing. So if the players do, you know, if there's actually genuinely a thing that the players really prefer Toronto and feel like it's more of a home thing yeah. for the players you know go with what they want if they don't really care that much then yeah Vancouver uh, just talking specifically of crowd wise Vancouver has definitely earned that yeah but um, yeah let, let the players and coach decide what they want to do and go with that plus with the canopies it's going to be nice and toasty in BMO Field anyway. oh true. Yeah, that's true, true. I'm, right. Way too warm, I'm changing yeah. my answer I keep forgetting about the canopies mm-hmm. yeah no Vancouver totally keep it yeah Fort McMurray you ain't gonna there find. You, go. you ain't gonna find many. Uh, you gonna find my, many anybody going to that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it much of a now Salvadorian community in the in the Mac? Vancouver yeah. slash Cascadia? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. The CSA needs to get do some serious internet research. Yes. For a difficult places to fly from San Salvador, <laughs> and b local El Salvadorian populations slash cafes. Mm. Saint so John's not Toronto. Yeah, St. John's, Newfoundland, it is. Yeah, St. John's. Uh-huh. Worked one go. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of them went to St. John in New Brunswick. Hilarious. Uh, yes, <laughs> they did. They thought, oh, put, here it is. Put, Where's the game? Put what one game? thing on one side. <laughs> you know what? The stadium. <laughs> what stadium? Oh, shit. <laughs> the stadium in St. John, you know. You mean we still have to go another three hours and cross water? Fuck it. We're going home. <laughs> uh, uh, that's one of the most beautiful burns of geography I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so... You know, people are probably aware of that. So what we should do is hold it actually in St. John. <laughs> hey, everyone goes to St. St. John's, John's this yep. time. Double mm-hmm. bluff. Yes. Sweet. All right, it's Does St. John have a stadium of any sure. kind? Small sure. one. George Rats. Yeah, it's not like St. John's had a stadium. It was a park, wasn't yeah. it? They yeah. just threw some seats around yeah. it. Worked out well for everybody. <clears throat> Yay. Woke up. Talking of, I mean, that game, I don't know if you saw it after it's like someone put the whole game up on YouTube recently. I don't know if you were bothered downloading it or whatever, but there was a magnificent like, Man of the Match trophy. It's basically just like a little wooden plinth with like a, a seal or a walrus or something on it. And like, this was like the it's, official it's Man of the, the Match uh, the trophy. It's the old uh, CSA ah. narwhal. Mm. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, you narwhals. Yeah, yeah. The also, narwhal of the match. Yeah. Also, the mascot, I said, was such a mm-hmm. wow just really scary what the hell is that actually trying to be also an weird mascot <laughs> I'd be okay with that actually it's those just are the two big things I got out of watching that, that game that on our badge would be amazing oh yeah Th- mm. that would just confuse the rest of Conga Gaff. why did they go we with just put name? a narwhal on our badge <laughs> surely sure. somebody out there has the the little walrus man of the match trophy yeah Bruce Twomley Sure. I, I wow. Assume. I assume. Wow. I know that was, that was said with authority. Killed the room. Yeah. Somebody needs to Dug track it. that down in whatever freaking attic it's currently in and resurrect it. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm hoping for me. Like, I just it feels weird to be optimistic at all about anything Canada does, and I'm vaguely mm. optimistic at least for the match in Vancouver. Um, but I, I am I am happy to see crowds come out for these games. I think especially it, that away crowd. Stop it! Mm. Seriously, stop it! Let's let no, let's have some positivity around Half-time this. Why not? Yeah. No, I just mean I would be thrilled to see that away crowd that we were describing earlier. Oh my god! Even if there was only like forty of them. Oh my god! 
that's a great away that's end. That's a phenomenal fiesta. <laughs> Luchadors, piñatas. Telenovela actresses. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing the tequila. Donkeys in sombreros. Yeah. Yeah. Donkeys buying curtains. So I'm going to the game <laughs> yeah. because I'm really excited about Canada playing, and I want to watch my team play. So oh, for those of you that are going, um, <laughs> I hope that you're going to like come over and say hello. And if you're not, you know, there's going to be viewing parties across Canada at various pubs. You can go to the Voyagers Facebook page or to their website or follow me on Twitter or follow the Voyagers on Twitter, and they'll tweet all about it. And then if you want to go watch the game and be with people who want to cheer on Canada, you go right ahead and do that. That'd be awesome. Thanks, guys. She's, she's, even, she's, she's even building a wall that. between her and the rest of us. Yes. <laughs> because the rest of yes. you are assholes. She does not want to interact with us anymore. It is clear. Well, then she's going to make us pay for the wall. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, I reminisce for a spell, or shall I say think back? Yeah. 22 years ago to keep it on track. Uh-huh. The birth of a child on the 8th of October. Like a toast when my granddaddy came sober. Please Count man. all the fingers and the toes. Now I suppose you hope the little black boy grows. Yeah. <laughs> Years younger than my mama, but I really got beaten with the girl love trauma. In single parenthood, there I stood by the time she so, yes, hey, mm-hmm. TFC, hi, Kristen, TFC. <laughs> yeah, what about them? That's how we're finishing the show. Oh, are we? Yeah, yeah, we're done talking about Canada. Okay, so, uh, to close out the show, it's been basically. It will have been, it's basically a month for TFC because they have that bye week coming up. So, one month in, how do you feel about TFC? Good, strong, yes, <laughs> boys. <laughs> Here, I'll give you something. Yeah, please do. Um, I'm, uh, to be to be honest, uh, I'm I'm relatively optimistic. Um, there seems to be this weird mixture of good bench depth and experience and youth and some degree of talent and some game changers and your grunts and some flexibility and those are all things that good teams have at their disposal. Now, I do also believe that they are still learning to play with one another in whatever system that Vanny seems to want to invent. Um, looks like a four three three, could be a four four two, whatever. But uh I have not once eye rolled at the bench or the substitutions in three matches, which is something I did every game after I realized how terrible Robbie Finley was. So improvement. Well done. Yeah. Well, I thanks. I have not once thought, Jesus fucking Christ, what are you doing? This is so fucking predictable. Ugh. Yeah. That's an improvement. Yeah. Yeah, just even those... That's the main thing I've taken from the first Even the marked emotions you have with the team, just, oh, all right, this isn't terrible. All right, go for it. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, pleasantly. That's sort of my... Indeed. Pleasantly surprised. Still not expecting huge things yet, um, but... As my esteemed colleague said earlier in the show, we'll see what happens when they stop trying to be more attacking, see how that works out, but, you know... I didn't, no complaints I didn't, did so far. Say that? No, that. no, no. We're, we're, we're never his esteemed colleagues. Hello. Oh, Tony. <laughs> um, we're just like for me. They're about over here. We're here. Where I, I expected kind of thing. They're a bit of a blunt instrument. A bit clunky. Around you the edges. expected them to have four points already. Uh, it doesn't shock me. Okay. Tremendously. Six would be shocking. <laughs> um, yeah. Two more draws. Woo. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're not quite at the level to play with the best teams in the league, but I think they're good enough in their current incarnation to be in the meat of the playoffs, I guess. I mean, you know, the way the league is structured, it all doesn't matter until August. No. Just just be good enough to, to get kind of in the middle of the playoffs and be hot. They're not good enough to be at the top of the, the division, most likely. I mean, you never know, but I can't see it yet. 
Uh, Question is, who is though? It's like Columbus, yeah, it's true. Yeah, Columbus have started crap. It's a pretty weak Well, it's a pretty no. The whole league has started off really oddly. You know, like it's very much. You know what's down is up, and vice versa. And my, my, it's opposite day in MLS right now. My main concern right is is the lack of creativity outside of Jovinko. Yeah, agreed. Fair. And I think that can argue with that. You know, we don't know if that's players, if that's yeah. you know tactics, if it's a bit of both. Yeah. So I mean, it could be the you know we've discussed it earlier in in the season that it could always be that case of where you have one guy who's so good that everyone else kind of leaves all the heavy lifting as far as sure. offensive creativity to him in the hopes that, oh, he's going to do some magic. So perhaps when if he's absent in the summer, if he goes to the Euros, then uh, there'll be a lot of room to step up because right now mm-hmm. they have to find a person to step up. I don't see it be, being Altidore. I don't think he's that guy ever to be able to lead a creative offensive uh, output. He's more the yeah. kind of, he's kind of the, the guy who is on the... Uh, receiving end of finishing off a yeah, I, mean, I think it's going to have to be a sort of team wide yeah. yeah. effort kind of changing <clears throat> tactics so that many more people can get involved yeah. so so it'll be very interesting it's yes. going to be very interesting to see if if Vanny has the mouse to to do that if there is a plan or if it's just going to yeah. be kind of fly um, by the seat of their pants one of those things hopefully where you know adversity eventually leads to strength i mean we've got this huge road trip this is a great time you know to just kind of stick with one tactic, kind of play the same way and just really get down being able to be a tough team to beat on the road. Mm. You're not having to kind of and mix it up and change something tactics. Something they've never really home. been, yeah. No, they've never done that. So, you know, if we can get that down and then, yeah, maybe in the middle of the season, oh, shit, we've got five or six games without Jovinko. We've got to figure out how to score without Jovinko. If we can get both of those things and have Jovinko in there as well, then... You know, those bits of adversity could lead to something very good when everything comes together, hopefully, at the end of the season. So. All right. Hooray! Huzzah! Wow. Positivity. I know, it's very strange. Oh, I still miss the crazy. A little bit. It's coming. Well, we know. All right, well, that has been uh, our show for this week. Please join us next week when we look back at at least one Canada match and look ahead to TFC's next row game against Colorado on April 2nd. And who knows what else will occur? Other things will happen. Injuries, probably. Dan Levitz is still hurt. I'm sure someone else will get hurt. They'll Mm -hmm. fall off a streetcar or something. I don't know. Uh, I have been joined by, on the Twitters, at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello! Uh, in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Hello! Oh, God. <laughs> On the interwebs at Kitner Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Hello, hello, hello! Yeah. What does an Englishman say when he finds his wife in bed with another man? <laughs> it's with two other men, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Uh, and as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. Hello! <laughs> Is that fire? Fagundes.
Live from Merciless Senior Citizens Park, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do it again. <laughs> pop, pop real good. Pop, pop. <laughs> pop real good. Mm. Real good. All right. Plosives. I'll make it. Plosives. <laughs> Bad. They don't like Did you call it Cloedo? What? Did you call it Cloedo? Yes, I did. I know I Why? said it wrong. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm allowed to say it wrong. We have international listeners. They're going to call us out and send emails. and They can call you to it for not educating me better. Strongly scripted. Well, remember the big round tree debate? We tried. Right? You, mm-hmm. you did. And did I, have, I, have I strayed since? Probably. Not, than not, than not in your presence, anyway. <laughs> More than likely. Nope. All right. Duncan's having a chew. <laughs> Duncan's having a chew. Chew, chew, chew. Having a chew. Choo-choo-choo, having a choo. Choo-choo-choo, having a choo. There goes the carrot. <laughs> ew. <laughs> It'd be different if I said poo-poo-poo. <laughs> having a poo, there goes the carrot. Yes, that's an ew response. Mm. They're, less, just, they're less girthy carrots. It's just this eating. Jeez. Yeah, they're very earthy, though. As opposed to girthy? They have a strong... Natural flavor. This they feel like they they were just recently dug up and mm. yeah. I prefer mine. Uh, you know, they clearly been off to a supermarket and been sterilized and chlorinated and all mm. that sort of things and then mm. presented. Hey, these are carrots. Promise. That, that's exactly. That's my favorite brand. Mm. Yeah. Before we get into the Canada stuff, um, did you see the email about the Canada? That was lovely. All state uh, partnership. Yes, so it doesn't have any states. <laughs> Good call. Now we get all of them. Yeah. <laughs> we win. So USA. with a with a with a USA. lovely nod to uh, whoever wrote this press release, um, managed to work in uh, where is it that ensures the future of can Canadian soccer will be in good hands. Oh, yeah. Zing. Yeah. Wow. Is that the yes. slogan? Yeah. Like the, you're in good hands, hands with, with all state. state. The Rock. That's. Prudential. Yeah, that too. Okay. It's like a good neighbor. State Farm. Alliance is there. That too. Anyway, I just, I was sort of like looking at it. I was like, I had it high. Canada. (laughs) We are Voyagers. (laughs) 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 They should should do that at matches. Just to see if. That's not bad, yeah. All state asks them to shut the fuck up. (laughs) All the other insurance songs. (laughs) I can't think of any other ones. But they must be good. Like a good supporter, Voyagers are there. Is the Aflac duck a thing? (laughs) Last year. But it was funny. When did you start on Twitter? 2009. 2009. That'd be a good segment. Ali fucking Gerber. 10 years of Twitter. What's your most memorable Twitter exchange? I have a tweet that says something very much like that. Mo Johnson's Johnson's daughter. daughter. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I will never. I will for always. I will. I will forever regret not screenshotting that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten all what about that. The, uh, Mo Johnson's daughter. Oh, I. I because we were, you know, the usual ripping on him. I think he'd been long gone at this point. Oh yeah. And I made some comment about it, and she's like, she just got super belligerent and super defensive, and just, just trying to take the piss out of me, and, and I'm trying, I'm trying to be as cordial. Was possible dealing with a you know, tween, mentally challenged person, <laughs> and uh, clearly um, all of her defense of her dad 
got deleted, probably because Dad said, you're a stupid little idiot. Get rid of them. You're not helping. Mm. And my, my favorite Twitter moment would be when uh, something Academy-related, I have tweeted out, you know, I believe like, the children are the future, and I did the whole something, teach them well and let them lead the way, and it was either Bob de Klerk or Thomas Rongan retweeted and said, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. That amused me. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Because there's a whole lot of big boy pants gate. <laughs> gate. I didn't uh, know I was going to go on the gate. I missed <laughs> nice. that. Was, that was hilarious. I'm just, yeah. I'm just proud that it got to uh, housing structure type yeah. stuff. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. It needs a school. Maybe just pants gate. Maybe. Yeah. BB pants. Big boy gate. Yeah. Big boy gate. Yeah. BB gate. Like big boy pants. I, for whatever reason, I was on your Twitter and it was just like something I'll randomly do is just right look at the just the photos and go to like the tweets with the photos in them. There was one randomly like Jason DeVos pointing at the camera. Oh, yeah, uh -huh. you have your big boy. We were pants drunk, on. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was just kind of going through and I was really amused by the one of you with the, the Fulham mascot. Yeah, you were so celebrity. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I was. <laughs> Front row at fucking Craven Cottage. Of course, I'm excited. My seats were below the pitch. How wicked is that? 